Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. W-J-B-R Internet Radio For the inquisitive mind And the sophisticated ear Everybody, how you doing? I hope you're feeling good today. I am feeling groovy. Got some things on my mind. I'm sure you do too. And um comes through. We will start talking about all of it. We're the basement dwellers and chatterboxes this morning for brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Where y'all at? Holla. Okay, you are watching and listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese on WJBR Internet Radio, the best brunch on Saturday. And it's true that we are the best brunch, and I'm actually having brunch. (laughs) Cereal. Okay, a little hyper, huh? I guess. This broadcast is licensed via Live 365 and covers listeners in the USA through SoundExchange, ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC in Canada through SOCAN and ReSound and the UK through PPL and PRS for music. That's to let you know that we have licensed to play the music that we play. Um, It's very important to us as it should be to all of us, that the artists, the writers, 
the owners of the music get paid, especially the artists. Um, just so that you know, you know, when, whenever you download music for free, you figure that out, you're literally stealing from the artist. So, you know, it's just good to know. Pay, pay for it, you know. The views, information, or opinions expressed during Brunch in the Basement series are solely those of individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of WJBR Internet Radio. And is for certain because there are a lot of opinions on WJBR Internet Radio. If you are watching us on Facebook, jump over right now to YouTube Live at WJBR Internet Radio. This is Internet Radio for the Inquisitive Mind and the Sophisticated Ear. And let me just say that at about, it must have been about 6 o'clock this morning, and you're probably wondering why I keep looking that way. It's because I'm trying to get up our telephone lines, which I just did. Um. So the telephone lines are on if you want to call in and give your opinion, because I think we're going to have robust conversation this morning. Uh, 347-996-5394. And with that, I'm going to bring on the co-hostess with the co-hostess. Co-hostess, boy, just bring her on already. What's up, Rezzy Poo? How you doing? <laughs> What's cracking shadow boxes? What up, Sogi Spoo? What's up, baby? How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm I'm soaked, and I don't know. You're soaked, and you don't know why? No. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a sound bite for your ass. You know? Um, uh, no, it's just, you know, with the heat on in the house, heat on, heat off. Heat yeah. on, heat off. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh I know. At some point, I'm going to have to get up and turn off the heat um, because it's freezing down here in the basement this morning. So I just turned on the heat. Normally, I'm up a little earlier. But somebody, just to let you all know, and I'm so excited about it, to be honest. Somebody, good morning, Poppy Chulo. Chulo. No sooner than I started prepping this show, and I came over to... to, uh, where we are right now, I saw Pop was already in the box doing his thing. Love that man. Um, I forgot what the... I'm all over the place today, I swear. You're going to have to rein me in. <laughs> How was your week, Silky? You know what? It was actually a good week. It was a good... Awesome. It was, I mean, considering all that... Um, is going on in my life and in the world. You know, it's it's weird when there's chaos in both. You know, like for the most part, my life is pretty. You know, it's pretty stable. It is what it is, and that's all it's going to be. You know, you just do what you got to do, keep it moving, and um, survive, right? But hmm. you know, things are happening, and so and also things are happening in the world. So usually I'm able to pay attention to what's happening in the world because I'm pretty laid back in my own life. But when things are happening in my life and in the world, I cannot control both. Not that I can control any of it, but, okay. you know, I can't, I can't keep You can my... control your reaction to What's up, Frenchie? 
Frenchie Davis. Happy birthday. It's Taurus season, huh? Happy birthday, Frenchie. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's just been a lot. But it's, even with that, there's been a calm. There's like a calm. And, and yeah, there's, there's a calm. Now, somebody, what I was going to say is that somebody hit me up 6.30 this morning. Oh, they really wanted you. Well, I don't know about all that, but they wanted to you know ask what I me. Mean. They wanted to ask me a question. And the At six thirty in the morning. Yep. And the question was how to listen to this show so that their comments can be seen. They want to be a part of the chatterboxes, and oh they said, God. "Yeah." And and they said that um, I told them to download something, and what was it? And no, it wasn't to download anything. It was to join us on YouTube. And to like and subscribe, you'll get a notification. And once you start watching on YouTube, then you will see yourself in the chat. You will see all of the chat. And I can also put your comments up on the screen. Ding! Please note, not every comment is going to make it to the screen. And not every comment will I see until later, maybe. And by the time I see it, it may not even be relevant. So everybody just understand, as I see them, I put them up, whether I agree with them or not in some instances. But if they're really crazy, <laughs> I might actually put them up because they're really crazy. I don't know. It depends on what's up. But again, happy birthday. Shout out to Basement Happy Long. birthday, Frenchie. Frenchie. Yes. Happy birthday, Frenchie. Now, was Fr- Frenchie ever on this? We I don't think we have. We didn't do a video. With, we got to no, get Frenchie back. Anybody, yeah, you know, I have to go back to the archives and those people who never made it to the video version of this show. We have to get them back so we can get their rapid fire. Yeah. You know. So if you're watching and um, or listening, and you either were on the show back in the day or. You re- recall a show with a particular artist and you would love to see them, you know, let us know and we'll try to backtrack and see if they're interested in coming back on and so that we could get a virtual rapid full fire. Full frontal. A full frontal. That way. <laughs> Cereal. <laughs> or is that oatmeal? Cereal. Cereal. You know what I found out? I go through these, um, I don't know, I think it may be a hormonal change. Okay. Because, like, things that I used to love, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes when I think about it, like, I never, I had one of the most ironclad stomachs that I thought ever. Like, people would be like, oh, it's going to make me sick. I can count the number of times in my lifetime that I've actually threw up, you know. Mm-hmm. But now I can think about something and almost vomit. <laughs> it's <so> weird. <laughs> You know, it's like we like it, like if I see something that's like really the first thing that quivers is my stomach, and I'm like, when did I start getting sensory there? That's weird for me, you know. But like things that I used to love to eat, like I loved like a nice bowl of cereal with some oat milk. Now it's like, mm, no, I don't have that feeling, you know. <laughs> Very bizarre. You get that? Does that happen to you? Um, things that I was once attracted to, um, I no longer find attractive. That's true. 
And it, it could be, you know, food. Um, I was talking to my mom. How is she coming along? She's coming along. I don't see her on in the chat, but I don't. I don't know if she made it this week like she did last week. Um, but um, she was saying that she really had a taste for franks and beans, and I was mm-hmm. like, franks and beans, really? Like that doesn't do me right now. But when I was a kid, I love franks and beans. What kid, you know? Yeah, yeah, I could do some, but the frank the franks have to be burnt. Yeah, now it's so particular. You know, now uh, it's like uh, and the and the beans have to be sweetened. The beans have to have a that that brown Honey sugar, or brown sugar, right? Caramelized, and the franks you know, have to be burnt. Got and throw the, some mustard I, up in there. I need the franks burnt as well, which is yeah. easy for me. Yes, I wouldn't know how to make them any other kind of way. Exactly, I don't even want like if someone passes me a hot dog that doesn't snap. Or it's not burnt. Passing it back. So I was, hey, LaVon, what's up, baby? So I was trying to, I was trying to go back to one of my old childhood favorite snacks. You uh-huh. know, um, peanut butter natalie. No, um, it was fried bologna sandwich. Hmm. And so I picked up some bologna, and I fried it. And that was the nastiest shit. <laughs> I picked up some table scraps, fried it. I was like, mm. I was like, oh no, we're not eating this. We're not. Why did I ever eat that? You know something funny? Um, uh, we didn't have much fried bologna or bologna for that matter. Um, we were peanut, big peanut butter jelly jokers. Like that was my mother's go-to. Um, Love you, Levon. But the first time I saw someone fry up the bologna, I thought it was amazing as a kid. I just sat there and watched. It looks like it puffs, sweet. Stab in the middle after it puffs up. I was like, oh. Scrambled some eggs with it. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, when I tried it, I liked it. We used to, we used to, my mom used to make these big sandwiches with, like, lettuce, tomatoes, fried eggs. I don't know what was what else was in it, but it was a whole bunch of stuff. And we used to call them Dagwoods, I think. Call them what? Dagwoods. Dagwoods. Okay. She making me blush, Rez. <laughs> yeah. Those, those, those. What are some of your chatterboxes? What are some of your childhood, or maybe even in their adulthood, nostalgic sandwiches? My favorite has to be crunchy peanut butter and grape jelly on pumpernickel bread with a cold, cold glass of oat milk. You know, you would be particular like that. (laughs) Well, I'm lactose intolerant. So if I'm going to enjoy my day, I have to have something. I cannot, first of all, uh, cow milks for baby calves. But, you know, I can't have all that up in my system. But, um... You know, I'd, or do a soy milk in a pinch, or you know, but that peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know what? You know what? Because the um my my babysitter that used to make the best peanut butter and jelly sandwiches when I was little, she um was Polish, and she used to make the peanut butter and jelly on rye bread, mm. and I thought that was an interesting, you know. So I love I love 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 pumpernickel bread. So I don't do the rye. You know, unless I have mustard and some kind of uh, corned beef on it. 
but I will um, do the pumpernickel, crunch, uh, crunchy peanut butter, and grape jelly. I have any doubts here? Good question. I used to like P and J. Um, Pop said he's still a fan. I like banana. Oh, and on wheat toast. Oh, I like banana in my PB&J on wheat toast. Mmm. That's cute, too. I've had bananas on PB&J. I just think he's partial to bananas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> oh, but you have to spread it right now. You can't have missing, you know, you have to. Spread it right. Evenly, no thick in the middle and, you know, thin on the sides. It's got to be a perfect flat lay with just the right amount of peanut butter because you have to be able to taste the peanut butter, crunch the the nuts. Taste the peanut butter and crunch the nuts, okay? Crunch the nuts. All of those good things. And peaches. And peaches. And peaches. (laughs) Okay. So, did you get a chance to check out any of the stuff from the Met Gala? Any of the pictures? Spread it right. (laughs) Spread my jelly evenly and stop playing with me. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Um, The Met Gala? No, I have not been to the Met Gala. So, no, well, I thought you may have seen some of the outtakes. You know, I, I, I've only been to one ever, and I have to say that, you know, I'm, I try, I just try to see, okay, what was today's, what was this year's theme, you know? They're getting very bizarre. I do like to see the couture. I do. And I like to see certain people in the couture. Like, I'm, oh, I'm always interested in what... Uh, Janelle Monet has. I just adore her. And I think that she slayed it this year, too. I don't particularly subscribe, you know, to all the pomp and circumstance, but I was invited one year, years ago, and I did go. Um, um, and and um, rest in peace, uh, Andre Leon Talley. He's Certainly, I know it didn't feel the same without him being there, um, you know, talking about the couture, talking about the guests, talking to the guests. It's just, you know, it's just an air of silence in the spaces. And, you know, you weren't anybody unless Andre Leon Talley interviewed you. I don't care what you say <laughs> um, or stopped you and asked you what you were wearing. And, um, you know, I know that was a hard segue, but, um, you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking how empty it must have felt without his presence, his his gargantuan presence there um, presiding over the event. But anyway, um, yeah, I just, uh, I didn't get it this year. Mm. Oh, well. I didn't get half of it. You know, I, I, I'm the the last one to know anything about any kind of um, fashion and such. I do know the of the legendary Andre, but um, 
What was that? No, I thought I heard something bouncing on the ceiling, but I guess not. Me too. If you if you heard it, I heard it. We're going to be in this together, okay? You can't be like the trees and stuff, you know. Um, how you doing, Elisa? Elisa said when she was a kid, it was two whole beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, pickles, onion on a sesame seed bun for her. Can you say that fast? I mean, I could sing it like the song went. They don't, even, they don't even play. Yeah, they don't, even, they don't even play that anymore, right? That was the best song they had. Two whole beef patties, special sauce, sesame seeds, sesame bun. That was the best one. Mm-hmm. And my mother wouldn't allow us to have Big Macs. Why not? Because she made us a mama's burger. Oh. <clears throat> Oh. What some someone is actually calling me at this moment. That's so funny. Oh wow, I loved Arthur Treach's fish and chips. But you mm. know oh, I love Sizzler too. Remember Sizzler? Yes. You know there was a Sizzlers in the Bronx on Tremont Avenue and it is now um a golden corral. Golden corral. Hush puppies, yeah. Hush puppies, yeah. To eat them and wear them. And I and that's where I tried um, Arthur Treacher's is where I tried that uh, malt that um, you put on the the fish. Was mm. that the vinegar malt for the first time? Mm-hmm. Certain little things, you know. I have I I was a skinny kid, but I had fat dreams. <laughs> I love that. Bad dreams. I was such a foodie. I had, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, Sizzler. I was a I was a skinny kid, but my brother always told me I was fat, and so I always thought I was, and now I know I am, and I'm mad that I didn't realize I was thin when I was thinner. <laughs> so it's almost like I had a fat complex before I was actually fat. Oh, I, 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 and so um, I wasted time. I could have been like, damn, I look good. I could have been like, mm, damn, look at that. Look, mm, mm, mm. But instead, I was like, uh, I was like, but now when I look at the pictures, I was like, damn, you could get a J. What happened? What happened? Don't I, let people get in your head. I don't care who they are. That's the, the moral I, of this story. I've always aspired to be thick and curvy. You know, I, I just think. The thick and curvy. Shout out to the thick and curvy. I never, ever, ever, with the exception of found it necessary to be able to, you know, fit into some clothing when I was getting paid to do that. But I've never found. Yeah, I never wanted to be a stick. Women. That's not. That was never the goal. Even now, I don't want to be a stick. Thick and curvy is one thing, as opposed to floppy. You know, like that's that's like. Fat and sloppy is floppy. You know what I'm saying? Not that not that I'm sloppy now. I'm just like headed in that general direction. Nah, I wouldn't tighten it up. You know, tighten healthy, up. You know, you because you can be thin and unhealthy and fat and unhealthy. But you know, just tighten it up and. Uh, I'm I'm going for thick curves, and man. Keep the curves. Thick and juicy. Juicy. Ju- ju- juicy. Oh, okay. Jack in the box. <laughs> that was just, that was Rodney it right Allen there. They used to, oh, right, yeah, Rodney Allen Rippy. We had one of those near us too. 
Yeah, we had one in the Bronx right up the block on uh, Story Avenue and uh, Bruckner Boulevard. This, by steak spots, Pop, do you mean Tad's Steaks? Oh, my God. Remember them? Steak Charlie's, yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. Taz on 42nd Street after the club or before yeah. the club. You go hit you up some steaks or Taz. Try to impress your girl. You go to that cheap-ass steak place. <laughs> I mean, cheap steaks was cute. I mean, they were, they, were, they were good. It was, yeah, yeah. Wayne Grilled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember, I remember, it was, I think it was tax time or something. And then back then I was uh, working with kids and uh, it was like six or seven of us. It was like maybe one o'clock in the morning. They were all hanging out in the Port Authorities. I was like, where you going? Where you going? It's like, I'm going over to get something to eat. Can we come? I was like, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, y'all come on. <laughs> we all went to Tad's and just chowed down. That's one of my favorite memories of Tad's. Jack in the Box was my drunk walking back from the club downtown Waikiki when I was stationed in the Oh, oh. Yes, yes. And a Jack in a Box in, in Hawaii? That's crazy, right? And, and what a station to be in. Good Lord. Yep, that's pretty station cool. in Hawaii. That's pretty cool. Man, they'd have never found me. I'd have been on the beach talking about some man down. So wait, wait, wait. You, Alisa, you're telling me you came from Jersey to go to Story Avenue in the Bronx to go to Jack in the Box? Word? That was a thing? You got to let me know if that was a thing. Because I, I literally... I didn't live on Story Avenue, but that's my neighborhood. So I got to know that people actually travel to get there. Some, something in my psyche needs to know that that happened. Like, that, I can't believe that was a thing. Um, wow, that, that's something. I have to tell everybody from the CP crew, just know that people came from Jersey to go to Story Avenue, Jack in the Box back in the day. I think everybody needs to know that. Everybody from from uh, the Soundview area of the Bronx, they didn't just come to go to the jams. They came for Jack in the Box, too. They came from all over the place to, to get to our jams in the streets. You know? Yes, yes, yes. I was yes. top graduate in a school, so I got to choose my first duty station. Hawaii was a no-brainer. I feel like congratulations, man, again. You know, like, congratulations for being top dog. You know what I'm saying? Top dog. And getting your choice. That is amazing. You deserve it. You deserve it. I still, from time to time, like a good gray papaya hot dog. I missed the spot on A Street in the Village. They still have yes. on Seventy Second. Remember, remember, Nathan's had good hot dogs too. Back Nathan's in the day. did too. But I'd be standing at the counter saying, "Could you burn that one?" Could you? I'm picking out the Franks though. But yes, that one on Eighth A Street. They were good about that. They like to burn Franks. Ah, uh, her grandmother lived on Story Avenue, so it was a treat. I feel you. And we had a Nathan's, I mean, now I'm talking years and years ago, very close. I don't, that was so long ago, I was too young to even know what street it was on. But I know it was very close to us that we had a Nathan's and maybe it was City Island because we used to go there often. 
But yeah. um, yeah, because it, it's not far. It wasn't too far. But you know, when we could get a car, we would get, mm-hmm. get you know, as a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. My cousin. Wow. You know, all that stuff is coming out. Do you know Tahisha Ford? Not by name. Maybe by nickname. Yeah. Does Does your cousin have a nickname? Because everybody had one. Yep. You know. Um, a school. Sorry, sorry, I mispronounced it. A school. A school. Uh oh. Levon pops trying to share Frank's with you. Hot dogs. <laughs> Hot dogs. Ape Street shoe stop. Yes, remember Ape Street. They had every listen, and you could go from one vendor to the other and say, "Listen, they got them for." And it's probably all the same vendor. You know. But you know. No, I don't. I don't remember anything about shopping. What? A because Street? I always village? hated shopping. The shoes, though? Always I remember on A Street, there was this gentleman that made, um, there was a, a leather store. And they had, like, pieces. They didn't have, like, you know, it wasn't, like, 40 or different the same jackets. They had, he had, like, pieces in there. And you would go in there, and it was like you didn't know what you – you'd have to spend time because the store was store was busy and a little unorganized, but he had some cute stuff. It was like – for me, it was like going to a thrift store because I loved um, thrift stores back then. Still do, but, you know, I would be up in the thrift stores. So um, I came out with this – and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tall. I'm, I'm six foot tall. I came out with this badass leather trench that was all the way down just – like just past my ankles. I could not believe it. So it moved like a duster. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. So I asked them how much. It was a little more than I wanted to pay back then. But then again, I said, okay, you know what? I'm not going to find this. So I, I went in the, this is back when I was in, uh, when I was in school. And I went and I splurged on the jacket. Can I, I mean the coat rather. It was, it moved like the Matrix behind me as I walk. Oh, I love that jacket. So, and then, the, you know, when shoulder pads were out, it had pads in the shoulders. I loved that coat. Favorite A Street memory. That's dope. That's dope. My favorite piece of clothing was a dungaree jacket I used to sleep with, and I called it my BOGO, and I was all of eight years old. Aw, cute. Yep, 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 Cute. and that's probably it. Although there was a, I don't, you know, clothes. I don't know. You know, I mean, clothes. The people make the clothes, though. I will say that you could have two people wearing the same exact thing, and one looks damn good, and the other one is like, "Why you got that on?" Although I love a good high low. I love a good high low. I remember telling them Little Kim hit the pavement, and they didn't know who she was. Okay. What color was it? it was black, right? Your coat. No, it was um, it was chocolate brown. Ooh. Now that Not makes then. it sensational. I'm uh, feeling it was, that. It, it was amazing. It was it was an amazing amazing coat. I loved it. I loved it. Grow. The only thing I had to do was take the shoulder pads out. It would still be relevant today. Okay. Take the shoulder pads out and do a little couple of, you know, nip tucks here. 
So yes, um, politics. Politics. Although this is not my favorite topic at all, I hate talking about it. I, I, as much as we do talk about it every single week, I have to ask. I wait. Just please know I hold some questions because I want to be able to uh, exclusively for you. Yes, I do. So you're my press secretary. <laughs> I have to. I'm sorry. It's like you you just wait to torture me though. That that's what, all it is. It's well, like I'm gonna torture you, but I I'm going to torture Javon with these questions. Oh, because I'm too practical minded. It, it, you know, all of it just all of it just sounds. Yeah, like, you you like want things to make sense, but Therese, Therese. Stop. Be real. Be real. Okay? You know business. You know money. You know wheeling and dealing. Politics is all of that. And when you think of what the agenda of some of those people, it it is what it is. However, this in this particular season, this is the most dangerous fucking season because Prior dude let all bars down. Like, like there were certain lines that even the most seedy politician would not cross. Okay? Think, think Nixon, right? Hmm. Nixon was seedy as fuck. And when he got busted with the tapes and the Watergate shit, the people in his party was like, Mm, you fucked up, bro. You got to go because <laughs> you gonna end up in jail or something. Just, just go. So what did he do? He resigned. He said, "I'm not a crook, but I'm a bounce because this is I'm busted. I'm out." Right? But you would look at being afforded the opportunity to resign. So, but, 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 forget that. Forget that. That that piece of it, the the injustice. Because if he was a brother, he'd have been in jail. Period. Right? But, but let's let's just stay focused on who they are. They are these power nuts, and right and wrong in terms of what would happen with the rest of us. Let's stay within their business, right? Their 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 frame of mind and shit. So he he got away with what he did. What he did, however, there was a line that that they were not willing to cross, which was a line that was erased with a big old fucking eraser for the former guy. Everything that Nixon thought of doing and wouldn't do. He did it, and not only did he do it, the the Republicans in Congress and, and the House, they allowed him to do it. They are the ones that erased the fucking line. So it's like, wait a minute. So So now the good old boys are like, wait, we really could do whatever. These, this generation of American, excuse me. American Republicans, I'm going to say it like that. And I'm going to get to to your comments in a minute, but I have to finish fleshing out this thought. If regardless of what they see happen, however the Republicans spin it, they buy it. They wait for the spin. 
they 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 because now they are so invested in 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 this is my truth. It's almost like we say um I don't know. Let's I'm just going to throw her name out um Michelle Obama, right? Let's just say you you love Michelle. And Michelle, let's I just do. say was coming out and saying things like when they go Low, you go high, you know, whatever she says, right? But then, mm-hmm. and, and you're so invested that you, you, you become on, you're on her team and, and, you know, you believe everything she says and whatever. And then she's seen saying, yeah, but the black people in, in Harlem, you know, to hell with them. And then you, you hear that and you're like, I know she didn't say that. And then her team hurries up and comes and twists it and say she wasn't talking about the black people in Harlem. She wasn't talking about the gay people in Harlem. She's talking about the people that come to Harlem to to Wearing black. Wearing black. Okay? (laughs) Right. But they're really from another country, and they're trying to take over Harlem. And and we're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And then she does something else and justifies it. Well, yeah, that's right. She should have said that. Mm. So – because you are so invested, you have these people have ruined their family relationships. They have children that they no longer speak to or no longer speak to them, their neighbors. They're willing to be arrested for the shenanigans, even though the people who told them to do this terrible thing get on, on the stand and say, I never said that. I don't remember saying that. I didn't say that. But they stand up for, well, if can't go on and say that she did that. Well, guess what? She's throwing you under the bus when she does that. No, she's not. No, she's not. You know, like, they don't get it. They are so invested in the lie. Now, what is the goal of the lie? Making America, quote, unquote, again. Make America again. That's taking America back. With this abortion, this, this turning, turning of the row. Now, the, the justice in his, in his opinion, right? How did he say it? I think I had, I think I saved this somewhere because I knew he was going to bring, he was going to make me go there some kind of way. I knew it. I couldn't. I just, oh. I just, yeah, yeah I, I agree with Ms. Matthews. Hence why they say most politicians are professional liars. This is true. Now, so he said that the law, that the, the law was wrong because it, it did not reflect the original rights in the Constitution. So let me just say nobody had any rights in the original Constitution. We damn sure didn't. Especially us. So to say that Roe v. Wade is not established law because it does not reflect what was written in the original Constitution in 700 and something, that means Brown v. the Board of Ed is not established law. That means the civil rights, that means white people shouldn't marry black people. Definitely no LGBT marriage. So 
this is this is why this is why you know when people bring up certain things i'm like i get very frustrated because it's so much bigger than our everyday issues like i have i have um in wanting the the um student loans to disappear i 100% want that to go away but it's it's not as important as them striking down every law and saying that it's now legal to enslave me. You yeah, understand that, that I'm yeah, no, I can no that. longer vote. I can no longer these things. These things are so much more important. We gotta we gotta get this shit done first, and then we can hold them to task. Okay. I don't even, you know, it's 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 all so incredibly fear-based. It's crazy. It's so incredibly pathetic and and fear-based, and without zero responsibility for consequence. And it just it's and and honestly, I just think we're we as a society are at a point where, like, we are just not having it. So. You're going to institute something you can't enforce because you're going to start all kinds of mayhem, and you have. People are paying attention like they've never paid attention before, and I think that folks have had enough. I mean, just, just the idea. Did you see the crowd that formed, like, mm-hmm. shortly after the, the leak happened? And they're so focused on the damn leak as opposed to what the content of the leak was. So that that is Don't legislate my so, damn vagina. Get so the hell out of here. This is not even about my, your vagina. My choice. This is my choice. This is not even about abortion. This is no, it's, it's it's no more control. about abortion, right, than it is than rape is about sex. Right. Rape is not about sex. Rape is about power and control. Correct. This is about power and control. Do you know that there are now some Republicans who are saying the ratings that you normally would get on movies or television to now have the disclaimer um, along with, you know, violent images, so it should be a PG-13, right? Right, but now they want disturbing LGBT content. Oh, fuck. As a warning. Listen. This like, is what the Republican Party mm-hmm. is doing. They they are coming next. They're too fragile. They are They're coming. Yes, they are. But they are trying to. But but the 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 problem the the problem is that there are people who look like you and me who don't get it, who are so busy worried about. Well, Kamala arrested a black man, or Biden did something in 1970 and said something. I don't give a fuck about none of that right now. Right now. Maybe I will have the luxury of worrying about those antiquated details after we settle this shit. And how about, and I was going to get to that part, you know, I'm glad you, <laughs> once again, fingers, um, and how they wanted to, to, to blame uh, Justice Brown Jackson 
for the leak. This is just, and she hasn't even joined the Supreme. Like that, and see, and this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Pure narcissism. Like this is what I'm talking about. Zero responsibility for your own bullshit. Like one one person or one group of people cannot do it all. Exactly. And you do nothing. And then if you do and people buy into that bullshit, and, you know, and honestly, a lot of narrow-minded people do. You're right. But when they do, nobody looks at you and goes, you know, what provoked this? What, what's going on behind door number three? And you this know, is this is on? this is the thing they all feel like all, all the gloves are off they can do whatever and also in some kind of way by putting all of these black and gay faces in his cabinet and now to be the spokesperson for the president of the United States is a black gay woman these white men are losing their entire fucking minds Okay, to have a black woman sit on the Supreme Court, to have a black gay woman be the press secretary. See, this is little Billy in the grocery store kicking and screaming and and the mother saying, Billy, stop it, Billy. And Billy's out of control. And Billy didn't do nothing but grow up and put on a suit. Right. Because mother said, Billy, Billy, stop it. I'll buy you that new TV and and new Xbox and and whatever you want, Billy. Billy should have got his fingers popped. Billy, Billy is the little boy telling his mother no, screaming, yelling in the stores, being very disrespectful with no consequence. All Billy did was grow and put a suit on. And Billy is in office somewhere talking crazy Billy shit. So at the end of the day, this is what we have when you do not, when you're not held accountable for, uh, for, your, for your life, period. I want to take a second right now and say what's up to Deshauna. D, what I need you to do, okay? I know you can hear me. This is what I need you to do. Go to YouTube. Find WJBR Internet Radio. Like and subscribe. Join us there because sometimes Facebook will kick us off. WJBR Internet Radio. And um, if anyone is interested in having their voices heard, the number to call is 347-996-5394. That's 347-996-5394. If the court can take away the rights of women who are the majority of the population, then they can take away the rights of African Americans and our LGBTQ rights. And that is what I was talking about. Not only that. See, and this is the problem. This, here's, here's the problem. People don't start getting upset until they see themselves reflected mm. in the Talk problem. About it. You Talk know, about it. however, black people historically will stand up for anybody who's marginalized. Talk about and that, too. There are, some, there are some white people who have stood up and fought and died for civil rights. I'm not, you know, look, Bernie. we're not, we're not saying that all of anybody is anything. At least I'm Please not saying that. There. Right. <laughs> However, I will say this. There was a time in this country where if you 
if you were Italian, you were looked down on. If you were Polish, you were looked down on. If you were Jewish, you were looked down on. If you were anybody other than white, let's just go there. Exactly. So, you know, this is the time to stop that. Just, Just cut it out. This is the time for us to all get together and say that we do not want to move backwards. We insist on moving forward. Remember, remember, Rez, when we talked about repar- reparations, yeah. and I would always say that reparations is telling the truth in schools, teaching children of all races the truth. No, this it, is the worst of this is the worst of white men right. um, so, coming out right now that we're so, living. This so, is the worst this, of so them. this is the thing. This is the thing. This is why I say reparations starts there. If you look at the other thing that they're doing, they are taking books out of school that talk about history and black people's history and part in in this country and the terrible things that white people have done to black people and other people in this country. They are burning those books because the truth is what is is bringing us to where we are today. We are more empowered with the, by the truth. We, we're standing up and saying, we know what y'all did. We know who you are, and we deserve a place in this. We deserve a true place. You're, we know. We, we, we are becoming enlightened, and that's why they're trying to, quote, unquote, cancel woke culture. Well, I think, you know, it's funny, too, and yes, and I agree with everything you said tenfold, but I also think this, too. It's like, <laughs> it's like. You know, there's, again, when you do not accept responsibility for the part you played, the shit doesn't go away. It doesn't go away, and you look absolutely crazy, and I do mean batshit crazy, for thinking that it is. So just because you don't talk about it doesn't mean it goes away. You know, and these are, these, are, these are folks that want to be void of the conversation in hopes that you can continue doing more of the same when it just doesn't work that way. People hold on to things, you know. Um, people are resentful. You know, we had to, as a culture, had to live through things as a result of, you know, and some of us have indoctrinated that stuff internally, feeling or, or thinking that you're less than or subscribing to patriarchal white society when in fact, you know, we have, we have our own culture, you know, our culture is absolutely beautiful. And it's, it's an interesting point of view to continue to now you don't want any of American history, right? Which is very violent. You know, there's a lot of wars, a lot of bloodshed, from, and I don't know what they call politics back then, but I damn sure do know in the name of religion, there was a lot of blood and in, 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 uh, uh, bloodshed, you know, um, you're in, not only in this country, but you took your show on the road in other countries as well. You know, and this is a global thing. This is not just an American thing, you know, but because we're here, we'll talk about what's here. So, if this, so this would be there, be considered somewhat of an uprising. Oh, wow, people are not subscribing to the same ideologies that we ran this country with. 
but you did, you may have run the country, but you didn't build it. <laughs> you know, so it's a whole different situation now. There's a whole generation of people that you have to convince that the fuckery is what it is, and we ain't going for it. And how about the ones that did march and do things? How about they didn't go for it? So what you now people are saying. So now you have folks in their 70s and, and 80s saying bullshit, boo, that didn't say it back then. So what you thought they were okay with it? It's almost like, did you think folks were okay back then because you were, because you had it your way? You had your way of not wanting to educate and so many other things. Did you think people were okay with that because they had to go along to get along to survive? There are certain states right now where they are petitioning to not have to educate every child in their state. Well, you know something? I'm not sure that that's not a good thing because today, if they do the bullshit, and that's exactly what it is, bullshit, that would force us to do some things that, you know, yeah, I we, like, like, like educate our own. I, and I like the education that, you, that you're trying to control. I like that you say that. Huh? I like that you that you say that, but I cannot trust that we will do it. Well, that therein look, lies the problem. We At can least, put the resource together. For example, if Mississippi decided they didn't want to educate us legally, then we'll, we'll then we then other states and, and, and other folk. At this point, we we have resources to be able to say, okay, we're going to put a few schools in Mississippi that educate our but own. This is, they won't like what we're turning out in our this, schools because we're going to be teaching the truth. This is this is the issue. This is the issue. Every it is it is the law that every child has to be afforded in education. Facts. Therefore, people send their kids to school. I know for a fact that there are parents who could care less about their kids being educated. That is the problem. When people are better, when people think it is in their better interest that a child work than be educated, that leads to a whole other but that's another circumstance yeah though, but that, but but know. then the thing is you know it all has to be taken into consideration you know i mean like yeah we should always have options as to whether or not we send our children to state run schools or privately owned schools and mm-hmm. and that our curriculum should be our curriculum and parents should have a choice as to where they want to send their children for education. However, I'm an advocate for all children having all parents being responsible for sending their children to school regardless to whether they want to or not. Kids need deserve. Everyone deserves an opportunity to learn whatever it is that they need to learn. They need to learn to read, they need to learn to write, they need to learn to calculate. They need, they need to, to socialize. To socialize and to think freely. Education opens up the world your your world expands the more you the more you know and and that for that reason i i would say you know that disgusts me that a, a state would even think that they wouldn't that there would be a child in their state that they would think they shouldn't have to educate 
what the fuck is the goal? If you don't want to educate every, it's not even so much what it is that you want to teach the kids. You know, oh, I want to teach these kids, but I don't want to teach those kids. You know what? Fuck you. You're going to teach. We need the, you know, it's all coming out in the wash called United States. It's all coming out in you know, the, the wash called the United States. I'm, I'm going to say this. Again, like I said, it. I think I said last week, I think, that if I had, and maybe it was the week before, hey, Seiji, hey, Kenny, hey, Walt, hi, everybody. Let me just say that. Yes. Um, but if, if, if I had one real criticism of the current president of the United States, it's that he's acting like an old man. Move. An old man. Exactly. Move. Move. What? Expand, what I said is, he could be an old man expand, and surround himself. Expand the court now. Get, but he could be an the, old man and then hire, you know, other folk around him. That no, I understand work. that. But I'm saying he's moving too slow, Rez. That's my, that's my comment. Well, he, and, and, and age, excuse me, it was ages for me to say that because my grandmother at 101 years old would have been on this, okay? She would have expanded the court. She would have signed legislation for this. She would have shut this shit down, okay, and called them all a whole bunch of ignorant motherfuckers at the same time. <laughs> In the process. And that's it. All right. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I get really – yeah, grandma for president. I get really cause so much is at risk in this moment. And then we have some some brothers that don't get it, that have microphones, that have much larger audiences than we do. And they don't you, get it. And they still that. asking dumb fucking questions that don't that 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 make people not get the big picture. And and, well, and they don't exclusively. They don't know the big picture. If you're talking about uh, um, uh, Roe Wade, Roe Ro versus Wade, they won't. First of all, you can't get a picture if you if it doesn't apply to you. But it does, and that's the thing that they don't get. These dudes are so smart that they outsmart themselves. Goes to show you where women are placed. And here's the thing. If y'all are not careful, we're going to take this country from y'all, women. We are the biggest population. And at, the, and at this point, you know, if we, women, stuck together, we could overturn a lot of things. The thing, you know? the, the other thing is that they just, okay, so I don't remember what state it was, but the voting restriction laws were um, stopped by their um their supreme court their state supreme court the state went to the appeals court and the appeals court overturned it and now those voter restriction laws are in effect and i don't remember what state it is um i just saw it at a glance last night voter voter restriction laws are in effect in one of these states like it it, it so there was some gerrymandering and some restrictive laws that they wanted to do, and and they were successful. And so, 
you know, it's one thing for us to be a majority, but for this majority to be able to vote, they're trying to shut this this down. And black men, they're trying to stop your vote too. And for you black men that are telling people, well, the way we're going to get it is we're not going to vote. Dummies. I feel like taking off my belt and tell, telling them to go get me their belt. Get, go so get just it. hand it to them. In yeah. other words, if you're not going to vote, hand it to them. Exactly. Because if it wasn't relevant, if your vote, if each vote was not relevant, they would not be fighting so hard to keep you from being able to do it. All we need to do, all we need to do to stop the shenanigans is take one day, stand online or whatever you got to do, and vote the motherfuckers out. There are some black people who have been generational Republicans. Ooh. And and that is largely because they're, they're following the finance. That's all they're doing. They're following the finance. That they don't have. That they don't have. Up. The power that they don't have. And they are being bamboozled and hoodwinked. And let astray. And you want, and, and it's hope springs eternal because I do know some black Republicans. I think it might have been Texas pop. I'm not. I'm not really sure, but it was one of those states. It sounds like Texas, you know. And and it's it's interesting because you know when you when you run across a black Republican, it's usually about economics, which all boils down to money. And money cannot be your god. You know, you have to have some fundamentals in humanity somewhere else. Money cannot be. Now, understand something. I don't agree with everything the Democrats do. No, me either. Sometimes I think it can be a bunch of whiny, spineless, you know, uh, folks that just cannot organize. Spineless especially. I agree with you. But at the end of the day, it's like there are some fundamental things that need to go on. You know, we know where our areas are. And then when you take us, you know, and compare us, and, you know, that's the death of everything anyway, comparison. But when you take us and you compare us to arts and sciences and things in other countries, we're over here arguing about, like, it should be fundamental everybody have a home. Because it's possible. Mm-hmm. It should be fundamental that everybody has health care. And I'm not talking about bottom of the barrel health care. I'm talking about health care. It should be fundamental that we have fresh food over here and not mechanically engineered garbage. It should be fundamental that you have doctors that, you know, that can treat you. What is the issue? It has been tried. It's not original concept. It has been tried and true. It should be fundamental that everybody has access to education, primary, secondary, and, 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 um, and college. Exactly. Fundamental. Because exactly. you want us to do what? You want us to come back in and compete in the corporation called the United States, Right. You want to be able to be say that you're the best of things, and and you've you've birthed folks or citizens that can contribute in a way to the the society that is positive, but you you don't want to give them resources to do it, but then you want to have the rest of the world thinking we're so mighty and powerful, you know. And honestly, that stack of cards is going to fold because you're not contributing to your internal resources, which are your people. Not your thing. Your people are your internal resources. Absolutely. And, and you know, Greg Abbott is the biggest fucking cheat. I don't even understand how he 
Well, what he did was he stole the stole the election from um, Stacey Abrams. Yeah. And she's going for it again. And I would say, those of you in Georgia, please, please, please support Stacey Abrams. Dr. Simone, what's up, baby? Dr. Simone. Oh, man, you know. You know, like, it, it's so much going on right now. It's just so much. In one of Suzanne Summers' books, she said, out of nowhere in part, back then all food was organic. Paraphrase, like, which scientists decided to make GMO foods with no nu- nutritive value? Well, you got, you, you're allowing uh, certain interests to buy up all the farms, the farmers and the farmland, so they can create things on it. Half the shit we're eating is not real. And it's weird, and it's doing weird shit in our bodies, hence it starts the same cycle. It's almost like, okay, you do weird shit in your bodies with the food, you get sick, the the big pharma comes and wants to prescribe something for you, you know, because you're going to take it, most of us. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you know, it's just a cycle. And then you wonder why you can't have uh, thoughts that make sense, and, you know, and it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It does not make any sense. You cannot make it make sense, and it creates a bunch of cynical folks are looking at you crazy, you know. But yet you want to be high and mighty somewhere else, and, like, they're all laughing at you, America. They're all laughing at you. Exactly. The White House is in shambles right now. They need to make this make sense. And I'm sorry, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, I don't think it got in shambles when Biden got into office. I think it's been in shambles, and I think that they need to straighten out some things in there and prioritize. And now that you have a, quite a few folks that are reflecting the, the country, you know, okay. Exactly, exactly, Dr. Simone. One medication begets another ailment, yielding more money for the greedy asses. Absolutely. It's no like doubt. the crack game all over again. I'm going to sell it to you, and you're going to come back. Oh, you know that's right. In the documentary Food, Inc., when it was shown white farmers catching hell for wanting to grow organic foods, we were like, huh? We had heard they harassed black farmers, allegedly, but whites too. Oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't they get it? And wouldn't you think, and here's the mentality, for something organic, right? Organic means nothing meaning in its natural state, allegedly. Size, no sprays, they ain't step on it, all right? But for something that needs chemicals and things that you add to it, you have to, you know, you're putting it all in. That should be more money, right? They've managed to convince us that things in a natural state are more money than things that they've added a ton of chemicals that they have to pay for in. Where do they do that at? And we've accepted it enough to go into the stores and patronize. So we'll pay $7 for a head of organic lettuce and $2 for the other. Why we pay more for organic. That should should be less money. It should be less money. It ain't got shit in it. You want to pay for all those chemicals? Okay. Like those, um, uh, uh, we had this argument, I remember the, not a kid, but, you know, of a crunchy Cheetos. I never used to like those shits, right? 
First of all, you could always tell the people that had them because they had the red, the, the orange fingertips, you know. <laughs> and we had a full blown out, like, what is in that stuff? It stains your fingers all day. What are you eating? What is it doing to your inside part? Crazy. Crazy. Hearing organic makes us feel high and mighty than other genetically made shit. Yeah, I guess. You know, all this is about a feeling, right? Further depressing the vote while Republicans will vote for Klan sympathizers like Greens. We, yeah, we'll see what they're doing. But as soon as see, we weren't people, supposed to talk back ever. Yep. As soon as black people ask for the same government to help us after everything we've been denied, they call it welfare. And they, they, you know, talk about it in negative connotation. Absolutely. Absolutely. When far more of them have had welfare than not. Oh, absolutely. When you do the, when you do the real statistics. And, you know, since we're talking about um, farming and so forth and so on, let's do a black history moment. How about that? How about it? Yes, yes. So George Washington Carver's namesake, the SS George Washington Carver, was launched on May 7th, 1943. This was the second Liberty ship after an, named after an African-American. The Booker T. Washington launched in 1942, and that was the first Liberty ship named after an African-American. George Washington Carver was one of America's most innovative and creative scientists and inventors. Carver was born into slavery around 1860 in Missouri and died January 5th, 1943 in Tuskegee, Alabama. As a botanist and inventor, Carver created more than 100 products from the peanut, including plastics, cosmetics, paint, nitroglycerin, gasoline, and others. And during the time when the infamous boll weevil was killing a high percentage of the cotton crop, Carver is credited for encouraging the use of alternative crops such as soybeans, sweet potatoes, and his beloved peanuts. And this is a picture of the SS Washington Carver, only the second ever named after a black American person. And that, my friends, is American history. Is American history. Yep, yep, yep. Did you ever read that in um, social studies books? We had, do you remember the names of your textbooks growing up? No. I remember two of them, but they were really thick. What were the names Uh, of your social Old Journeys. Old journeys, right? Into New World. Those are the two books I remember. Old journeys had a bunch of bold-faced lies up in it, and yeah. they were only the bold journeys of a certain population. That's why I didn't do well in social studies, because I had my mom at home <laughs> teaching me one thing, and I had the school teaching me something else, and it was just confusing and it didn't make any sense. 
I needed a song to get me through some of it. The preamble, all that other stuff, you know. Thank God for Schoolhouse Rock, that's all I'm going to say. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's the only reason I know some of the things I know. Um, <laughs> Bold-ass journey. Bold-lion-ass Bold lion. <laughs> Bold lion journey. Exactly. That's it, Dr. Simone. You got it. Yes. Let's do some music. Whoa. Take a break, y'all. Hey, staying at your dress cause it's see through. Yeah, talking out of that you done been through. Yeah, say that you a lesbian girl, me too. Hey, girls want girls where I'm from. Girls want girls where I'm from. Girls want girls where I'm from. Hey, can I play a player, baby? I grew up with Dre and Faze. I done seen the realest ones come and leave a crazy way. Had to take my spot, it wasn't something they just gave away. Started all my fans, they might have called me on a crazy day. You think they could try to block me on a fadeaway. I've been on that downy five with a payday. Say you go that way, I guess we both go the same way. Girls want girls where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, where we both from. Hey, you just got to Miami, the hotel room. Told you that they love you, but they fell through. So you shot in 42 cause you, hey, and you throwing on that dress cause it's see-through. Yeah, talking all this shit you done been through. Yeah, texting me and say I need to see you. I know.
Know you wanna feel the room, cause it's flat and coated. Take your pick, got a firearm, you should've told it. Suck a dick. All that bullshit you kick, play a hatin' from the sideline. Get your own shit. Why you ride mine? I'm a good fella, condolate. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That was fun. Um, so okay, so I got it. You know, I got to talk about this because as I'm, as I'm, and shout out to Tony Bird, um, comedian Tony Bird, uh, who had an incident at her show last night. What What happened? So about this Dave Chappelle show and runner on stage with somebody ran on stage. Well, somebody Dave ran Ch- on stage, yes. Somebody ran on stage at the Dave Chappelle show. I believe it was at the Hollywood Bowl. And um, got the shit beat out of him. And, you know, there have been several. This was going on simultaneously with the Roe Wade stuff. So, you know, it all, like, overlapped. But it brings apart. It brings the question of, I've heard mixed opinions about it. And, you know, and I was trying to share with someone um, after seeing uh, Tony Bird post her, uh, she had an incident in her show where, you know, folks are coming and they are um, out of control and they feel like they need to be on stage, jump on stage and do crazy shit and be in the audience and do crazy shit. And it's um, very, very interesting to say the least, you know, and I, you know, I've said that I think that therapists, you know, well, comics, comedians are the new therapists. Um, And I say that because, you know, you're going to get angry people where you're generating laughs. You know, you're going to get angry. You know, it's almost like you attract the opposite of what you get. You know, if you're having a good time, you're going to attract some angry people that want to know what the good time is about. 
But this running up on the stage routine, because, I mean, when you, you know, I've had the pleasure of of, uh, seeing Dave live twice. And Dave brings out a lot of folk. He does. And not just the folk that you see them paying in the audience. He brings out a lot of his brethren as well. And generally, when you go to uh, anybody's show, there are always people that are a part of the either artist entourage or a part of, you know, just just folks that want to hang out that don't necessarily um, want to be in the audience backstage and in the wings. So it was the wings and the backstage folks, along with some of his security, that mollywopped this guy into oblivion. Now, there are some saying that he should not have been beaten up. And there's some saying... But what did he do? He ran on stage? He ran on stage with a gun that had a knife attached to it, you know, to attack him. He literally ran on stage oh, and... Oh, no, and, you gotta get your ass whipped, dude. Well... And arrested. You know, first of all, I think that the Hollywood right? Bowl, the first, they need their asses whipped first. Because he, he shouldn't have been to, able to get up there. But every now there. and then, people do break the chains and get through. But when you do that, you must understand that you are going to face consequences for that. No? Well, you know, I'm I'm not so sure because I mean honestly to do that to attack someone in, in with a weapon well you know, there are other people right there. So so what was the outcome? So he got his ass whipped and then what happened? We got his ass whipped, he got taken out in a stretcher, he was still alive, you know, um and he um is not getting felony charges for it. He's getting misdemeanors and he, you know, but, you know, Dave, of course, um, from what I'm understanding, wanted to get into the psyche. He didn't know why. And it was just simply for attention. At the end of the day, you know, folks are going to get their asses whooped on this attention piece. You know, like, it's not okay. You know, and a lot, let me tell you something. It could be y'all, attention y'all, and it could be that the man was mentally ill and really thought true. that, you know, something that Dave had said or that Dave was so powerful in his mind because no. people people make celebrities really powerful. Like what he, they say, you know, and even not even celebrities, people like you and me. People, I could, some of the shit that I say, people could think, oh, we got to get rid of her. Listen, I'm not going to make any, you know, um, Delusion is a big deal, you know, and it does not make sense, you know, for the outside world, a lot of it, you know, um, this particular, from what was written, and, you know, you could take that with a grain of salt, you know, but I do see Dave wanting to know what the hell made him want to do that, you know. So I'm because, t- I'm, I'm sorry. So Dr. Simone says he's also a rapper and a Trump follower. The guy that went on stage is a, is a Trump follower? Well, Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's more than for attention. I, attention is a part of it. You know, look at what I did, but it's he also... Attention, no, he said attention for something about his grandmother. I don't know. That's what I was saw written, but, you know, it's going to be... First of all, I don't, I don't care what you say after the fact. The idea that you thought it was okay to run up on stage and uh, and attack somebody, yeah. you know... Is, is reprehensible to me. I'm sorry. So you according know. to Dr. Simone, he rapped about him in old music in some of his, so he, Dave Chappelle was in his head already. This man is sick. 
And like I like I had, if that you know if that's what the case is, if he's been thinking about him for this long, you know, people put shit in their heads. And this is the scenario. And 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 it's just crazy. Back to the mental health piece. You know. I'm not prepared with a clip of that. I can look it up. But no, I don't all over the place. I, I don't I don't know why why I would want to see that. I don't I, I don't want to see that. It, well, it's, the clips are very fast and then you see the you know it's it's not it, the clips aren't they're very fast but you do see him dart in and and you know and uh he's mentally ill. Clearly. And and know. he made Dave his 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 something Dave said at some point got so, locked in his brain. So listen to the trickle down effect for the average person going to want to go see one of their um, favorite comics. If folks have to start paying for extra security, then that means that the promoters are going to have to start paying them more to include the security in their budgets, right? And when they understand something, they already come with certain amount of security. If they have to start paying for more, then it's going to trickle its way back down to your pocket. So then when you cannot afford the ticket prices or say, God, dog it, $20,000 million to go see such and such. Please understand that's because folks don't know how to behave and to get him there safely and out, it's going to cost you. And yes, it is barbaric and security should be near the stage at all times. But in this case, there was no security not. near the stage. That's... Um, I can't say there was none, but wherever he was able to breach, there was none. He should not have been able to get near up or down any steps leading to the stage. And I remember there was, um, I forgot whose act it was. It was a rapper that I remember. Somebody jumped up on the stage trying to pull himself up, had their hands on the stage, you know, and the rapper actually saw it, went over and stepped on the fingertips. The person falls down. Stay off the stage. Nobody's paying to see you. Stay off the stage. Have a good time. Keep it safe. Folks don't know what you're. I saw um, something with uh, uh, what's his name? The guy I like from um, uh, uh, Maroon Five. What's the um, uh, the lead singer to Maroon Five? Um, I can't think of his name right now. Adam Levine. Adam Levine. It may not be Maroon Five. If I got that wrong, please somebody help me. But Adam Levine is his name, and he was he's doing his thing. You know, he's a little sexy guy, and he's doing his little thing, and some girl walks up on the stage, and he looked at her like, what the? You know, like, y'all forget this fourth wall um, because of social media has been broken, right? Once upon a time, we had a lot of mystery, and people would respect the boundaries. Now the lanes are all over the place, and people forget. But what I'm finding out is folks forget that these are people. <laughs> yeah. People. People. And yeah. I remember being run up on <laughs> on the train, on the platform. This girl walked up to me and started poking me. Now, see, you could do a lot of things. Don't put your hands on Why me. Why is she poking you? I don't know. But she's like, hi. And she just jumped. Now, I'm on the platform. I pushed her back. Hi. Don't touch me. Like, don't, just don't touch me. She's excited for whatever reason. Don't touch me, though. Come over, say hello, act act human. Act human. Well, I remember one time I was standing with Therese, 
in front of this club called The Groove. And we were just talking, and some woman walks up to Therese, (laughs) doesn't even see my short ass, just walks right up to her and says, I'm going wherever she's going. I was like, this shit never happens to me. People don't just, well, actually, something did happen to me very similar. One one girl just started, just walked up to me and started massaging me, but that was years and years ago. She she did. She, she touched my shoulder, but it felt good, so I let her do it. Oh, okay, wait. Pause. <laughs> see what I'm saying? See, see? 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 See what I'm saying? I mean, poking doesn't sound fun. It doesn't you sound like it hurts. Any- Listen, you can have any conversation you want to have. You can have you can have an argument, whatever. It all bets are off when you touch somebody. Like, you're supposed to give somebody a res- – well, i put it like this. I don't know what goes on today, but the fundamental rules in my day were you give people three feet of space. If I can extend my arm, then that's, that's an appropriate space for me. Like, don't, don't walk up on me because immediately if my body goes into the fight or flight, it's a wrap. Say what you want to say across the room. The only words, it doesn't matter. But do not put your hands anywhere in me because it, it automatically. I mean, anywhere that, in you? The, you said anywhere in you. Anywhere near me. Oh, let's be clear. Do not keep your hands to yourself. Well, yes, I'm, not, I'm not yes. inviting anyone to come touch me now. I was very young at the time. I was a lot younger. I wasn't very young. I was a lot younger. And I was I was at the park in Washington Square Park, you know, back in them days. And this girl just came up on me and just started massaging me out of nowhere. I was like, all right. But that was that. That was then. I, and also, I, I was not a celebrity. And and honestly, as folks decide who the celebrities are or not, you know, these are folks doing what they love to do and in most cases are very blessed to do so. At the end of the day, please do not get it twisted. These are people. And, you know, and it, it, they respond in kind. Do not walk up, invade space. Don't do any of that stuff because of whatever manic you want to, whatever mania, rather, you want to attach to their presence, don't do it. You will get yourself hurt out here in these streets, okay? If not hurt somebody else. I don't think I ever ran up on Shaka Khan. Uh Uh-oh, no, that's not the way I remember the story. (laughs) Dangling (laughs) feet. Okay, okay, but I was invited. She invited me. She invited me. She did not invite me. All right, so she she said I could kiss her. Dangling feet. And the only reason why I ran is because that was the only way I was going to be able to leapfrog the counter to get to her. See, and that's and that's where otherwise goes for people that want to run up on a stage. However, no, no, no. I asked permission and she gave it to me. She said I said she knew like I knew that I was too short to to kiss her beyond the counter. What was my my name is Armstrong, but I don't have stretch Armstrong lips. I she had to. Around the corner. Well, I don't think around. they I don't think they were going to let me or her around the corner. Did you ask? That was I was fifteen you... and not very logical. <laughs> I was I was like 
before she could have changed her mind by the time she walked all the way around did, the corner. No, 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 no. I said, I said. Until you got permission. Yes, I did ask her. I said, I said, because remember the story, my friend Lori, who was tall, very tall, said, oh, Miss Miss Khan, can I kiss you? Can I give you a kiss? And Shaka said, sure. And so she leaned over the counter, because she was tall enough to do so, and planted one on Shaka's cheek. And that's when I said, can I? give you a kiss? And Shaka was like, sure. And this was after I had given her a, a poem, so there was a whole courting thing that went on, okay? See, y'all don't know. I, and she said, sure. And there was this counter between us. I couldn't reach her, so I had to go back, take a running <laughs> leap, and left over the counter and grabbed and kissed her. See, see that's the thing. If she, when she said yes, then you should have been talking about ways to cute the yes. Well, now, now that I'm grown, now that I'm grown, it would be a whole different thing. First of all, I don't think I would ask her, "Can I kiss you?" That's that's all. Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to. I, I, look, you know, y'all, y'all got. <laughs> you can kiss me as soon as my. You said, Javon, you have any any kin from Alabama? What is happening with this? Listen. I don't. I don't understand the kiss. Shakun is a stone cold Aries. Trust. If she didn't gift the green light, Javon would be telling a whole nother story today. And I believe that one hundred. I have met Miss Shaka Khan on different occasions. We never had a sit down. Let's talk about your life. And it's nice to meet you. Let's you know have caviar together. We never had that kind of a meeting. Um, we haven't had meetings like you've had meetings with her. However, we have crossed paths on different levels at different times where there has been personal interaction between us. I tell you right now, the shocker that I know. She don't, she love. may not remember. I hope she don't remember some of it because I was young. Like the one, like the dangling feet. I hope she doesn't remember that unless <laughs> she remembers it fondly. Like, oh, that was so cute. Oh, that was so, she was so crazy. Because, because, and I know that, at one point, and this must have been in the 90s, when the Epiphany CD was out, uh-huh. and she was at Tower Records. Kisses are so personal that Aries was in a good mood that day. I'm afraid to hug, let alone kiss someone. I don't know. I barely want to kiss those I do know. You know, I know you. I live you. Okay? We experience- I love this. Our know each other. Me and the conspirators, they dance. Okay? Stop. Stop, everybody. Y'all don't understand. No lie. I haven't had to have that too much. I was in her face. How wanting to invite her with me. Let me tell you something. That's enough. Yeah, you, you want to be careful how you move with her. Heather ain't no joke. I'm just going to say this. Heather ain't no joke. I would not no, have left. Have street. I would not have left over the counter had she not said I could give her a kiss. In the moment, the I was 15. I had to figure out a way to make it happen. I was 15 and able to leap. I can't leap over no damn counter now. I would break every bone in my body. Although I must admit, a 
an approved kiss, an approved kiss from Shaka Khan would be worth breaking something. Okay, I would say that. Oh my God, I would break something. Don't do it, ladies and gentlemen. If she said, if she said, Javon, it would be so nice if you (laughs) left over like you did in the old days. Leap on Javon, over and give me a blind to Wisconsin's lawyer and head of security needs to chat with you. Pick <laughs> <laughs> a blind too. The, the moral of the story is no, we do not condone anybody walking on stage. And quite frankly, and see, no, I, I would never do that. And and there was a time, and and going, you know, staying with the flow. There was a time that I was so amped up and excited. Um, at a Shaka Khan concert, I was at the stage. Like, let's just, I was as, I was as close, I was leaning on the stage. That's how close I was. When she came out, because her girls were already out, the background singers, everybody, the band, everybody was playing. And when she came out, I screamed so loud over the band that it scared her. Because she went, ah, and she looked, and she saw me, and she, she kind of played with me the whole night. But I would not breach that trust and and jump on the stage to do what to grab her to hurt her to harm her to to spoil her night to you know like no I would never do that I you know it, it I would not do that I would never assault Shaka Khan I love her I, I mean she's everything to me you have to understand that that folks go from venue to venue playing and trying to do their best to you know to make sure that people have a fulfilled time and Singing, remembering lyrics, staying in cue, getting through the night, and watching the crazies <laughs> is a big, big feat. Stay off the stage. Yeah, unless you are invited on the stage personally. Like security helps you on the stage to dance with a person or to sing a song. If the microphone is passed to you, that's different. Because we see that now. We see that happen, but a lot of that staged. A lot of these people are collected. A lot of these folks, a lot of <laughs> things. Yes, yes, things. A lot of Dr. Simone, are... if you're still in the building, this is the book by our Levant B. Everybody pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick up the book. You won't be able to put it down. Mm, that's a beach read for sure. You're just chilling and nobody's in your ear and you could just read and go, ooh, that's nasty, baby. When that's I nasty. interfaced with Mike Tyson, I nearly asked out. Thank goodness he didn't do me like 50 Cent did that young lady to stare in the eye of the tiger. Yo, I went up there to finally share the, and then she stopped. And she's going to continue. It doesn't let you do a whole thing. Yeah, she paid to be in the audience. Therese, did Javon have a shy side? What happened to her? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, Constance. That's very funny. I do have a very shy side. When it comes to Shaka Khan, I am extremely shy. If, if, when faced with Shaka Khan. As a matter of fact, somebody had put in there they wanted um, Malini to come back on. We'll talk to her. Story of when I defended his honor on a job I had back in the day. That's to finish the sentence. 
that's the second wind part. up having a fight to fight a male, really. You know we got you. You know I got you. I, I got you. That book is number one on the brunch in the basement book list. You know that's yeah. right. You know Most that's right. I, do. I, I am. I, I do. I am. That's when mm-hmm. when they asked if I was shy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm deeply she's shy. She's shy until you until you um, poker. Like leave that scorpion right there because they have a remember the the, the 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 image of a scorpion that that tail that tail will cut you. Yeah, we 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 live in the shell. Oh, you're back. <laughs> this is the book by Levon B, aka Lavo. The book is called Deeper Things, Doctor Simone. Deeper things. It my is a thickin'. Level. It's a very thick book, but it is easy reading. It is hard reading. It is sexy reading. Very sexy. Extremely sexy. You know. You know what I. You know what I specifically love about this um, cookie. If you're listening, cookie. There is a subtlety. Some of it. Some of it. It starts off in a way that. Makes me go, mm, mm, oh shit. <laughs> this is this is good though. I I had to put it down and pick it back up and put it down and pick it back up. It's very very deep. It's deeper things. Deeper, deeper. Love you guys. Thank you so much for always promoting and supporting my baby and me. That's what's up. That's what we do. That's what we're here for. This is your show. We're here for you. Kenishiwa. Hello, my my London and my Japanese folk. Absolutely. And and that's the thing too. Please purchase the book. We don't want Levon, although I'm sure she is willing to um autograph and send it to you. Please purchase it. Purchase it. Buy it. Spend the money on it. Spend the money. It's not that much. You know? Spend nah, the money on it. That's something else. Water signs can hold a grudge too for decades. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. There's some shit that I wish I could let go. You can. Well, or you can simply decide how it affects you. You know. It don't There's really affect you. There's things that you won't be able to forgive, but you can simply decide how it's going to affect you every day. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes I enjoy the anger, the feeling of being. Still pissed about something. Hmm. It's That's a, good, a very honest assessment. Yeah, it's it's um it's a, a nice distraction from the current reality to go back and be pissed about something that no longer matters. It's, yeah. it's just a distraction. It doesn't yeah. you know, holding grudges and to be really pissed at you know, like I will I will honestly, like if I'm really mad about something, I will mm-hmm. stay mad about it for a long time. I'm getting better. Whereas, you know, I'm not going to let you rent space in my head unless I want you to. But there are mm-hmm. certain things that will cross my mind and I'll be like, yeah, that was fucked up. Fuck them. Fuck you. Because <laughs> I don't have it. You know, we need all of our emotions and I really don't have much to be pissed about except for politics. And I'm about sick of that. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. Um, once I've said what I have to say and once I'm clear on who or what you are. 
it's no you don't provoke that kind of emotion other than other than if I have to like you know defend myself or something but you don't like on a daily basis I don't I don't carry it it's just okay whatever it becomes zero existence in a sense yeah I think that I am going to eventually write two books eventually we appreciate you too LaVon more than you ever ever could imagine you are so important you're such a an important part of the show and important to us in our hearts. Each and every oh, one of you. Nice. The Amazon sales road. I'm a, uh, what is that? Oh, my goodness. What is my computer doing? You can buy the book on Amazon. What did my computer just do? I can't see the... Okay. Yes, scorpions do brood. That is true. I'm a brooder. Said yeah. to write it down and burn it to help heal. We are about to go through a retrograde too. Ah, yeah. Ah, Until we let it out, then it's over. A little glitchy glitch. Where now? Where am I? Okay. Oh, you know what happened? Um, my update said the comments. Just rolled so, out. Yeah, LaVon, thank you for letting us know that. To be honest, my Amazon sales rose appreciably in the month after you first featured it on the show. So if any of those purchases are watching, thank you, fam. You know, you know what we should do awesome. is we should go to the True Lounge and have a book signing situation. Woo, that'd be nice. Woo, at the True Lounge. Writing it down and burning it is therapeutic in my book. Yes, it is. An upcoming lunar eclipse after this past solar eclipse and new moon. Dr. Simone, what does that mean? I wrote my memoirs working on an astral tome now. I'd read y'all's memoirs, pen them. You know, I don't think I want to write memoirs. Why not? Because... I don't remember much. <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, what you do is you write it. You write it. The, the trick to writing or remembering, if that's if that's your thing, is to to write things like on a monthly basis and then combine what you want, edit it out, so that way you don't have to sit and like reflect on your whole life at a glance. You know, you you kind of if you know that's something you want to do, um, do twelve chapters. You know, um, and then edit it out. You know, I think I think that. I would like to write. I I have a character based on my work experience, but mm. like as a superhero. Picture that. Mm. So that'd be a good a good movie. Yeah, that could be interesting. But I I thought that I would do it in um. What do you call it? Like um, like a series, because to mm-hmm. to do the whole damn, you know, like it's just yeah. so much, it's too much. So you could take, you know, a part of my background to establish the character, the main character, and then um, she got to be sexier than me. 
But um, yeah, Jay, um, Sagey, we should talk. I love you, Sagey. I was thinking about you this morning, I, I, before the show. I was just thinking about you, man. I I just love you. You're dope. You are dope yes, on a rope. X's may return. Old hurts. Is that what that retrograde thing means? Oh my God. I don't. You know what? The good thing about it is, you know, um, all of my exes. Let me hold on. Wait a minute. Let me think. Okay. You know that is one hundred. Miss Matthew, stop telling everybody about the truth of who I am. Oh, my this is true. Javon ain't fitting the pen no memoir. Not the deep stuff. No, I, I am not telling my personal business like that. I have never been like that to to just put it all out there. Everything that you know about me, you know because I want you to know. Those are the things, the details that I don't care about. Everybody knowing. That is so true. Mm -hmm. You know what Javon doesn't mind you knowing. Happy Saturday, everyone. Stay safe. Remember self-care. Wash your hands. I thought he was going to say wash your ass, too. And spread love all day. Happy Mother's Day, which is every day. Enjoy your special day. Yes. Can we end with I Always Love My Mama? That's one of my favorites. If you're in Jersey anytime soon, do stop by True Lounge. It's 82 88 Orchard Street. I agree with anytime. that. Do you really? Yeah. Come by for some lemon pepper wings or some jerk wings or some barbecue wings. Or, or some, some wing wings. Some, just some wings, man. The wings. Mm-hmm. Just the or wings. Some rasta pasta. If you like spice, that spicy rasta pasta. The pot. Yeah. Say hello. Come and share the love. Come have your favorite cocktail. Chill out. Game. Get into some conversations. What I love are the bar conversations, actually, from people that don't know each other that end up friends. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, everybody knows your name. Okay. Let's do it. Have a happy Mother's Day to everybody who's ever had a mother. How about that? Everybody who's had a mother.
Javon, you up next. I think we'll be able to get a couple of rounds with Indira. I know. This is dope. I mean, I'm loving the answers. Um, all right. Food. Oh, juicy. Sex. Tight. Personality. Red. Red? Red. Red or red? I'm sorry. Red, R-E-D. Oh, red. Um, passion. Fruit. Juicy again? Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Give her five more. All right, I'm gonna hit her with. I'm gonna go this way with it, Javon. You ready? I'm ready. Wherever you go, I will follow. Prince. King. Barry White. Love making. Whitney. Strike. Shaka. Fire. 
Dion Warwick. Beach. Pendergrass. Chest hair. <laughs> wow. Isn't that side of immediately? I saw his chest, I saw the little taco meat. It was that. <laughs> wow. You're up, Javon. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. And and here's and see, okay, and this is what also has me stuttering. Your wife, Therese. She's like tight, juicy, passionate. You know, come on now. She's on she's on fire. This is the most I have never seen Monifa comment so much on any of our broadcasts, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> You see what you bring out in people in their room? That's the stuff. I love it then. Great. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go with Minnie Ripperton. Songbird. Aretha Franklin. Everything. Mickey Howard. True. Monifa. <laughs> um, sexy. Eh. No. <laughs> you wrong. You wrong. <laughs> All right. Funk. Sweaty. Thank mm. thank you so much. You know what? You are the bomb. You I, are so dope. And so much fun. I wish Oh man. And um, your your wife is watching, Monifa. Oh, hey, Monifa. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Do you really want attention? Do you really want to meet tonight? And, and incidentally, yeah, that song got me in too much trouble. Too much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's trouble with a capital P. Well, yeah. Well. Stop playing. <laughs> Monifa does, I swear. Absolutely. I'll train her. Never. Never. I come with love. Thank you. Thank you. I hope y'all heard that. I hope y'all. 